The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Santa's coming to town. He's coming round the bend, putting shit in the sleigh and smoking a cig. He's coming to intrude in your personal space. Wrote that ditty right there. You know, I saw something on the interwebs that said in the winter, male reindeer lose their antlers. So do you know what that means? That means that the women, the female reindeer (laughs) are leading the way. And I found that so fitting. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it on TikTok. There was a bunch of people running with that narrative. If that narrative is scientifically backed, Jeff's in the studio right now, but he didn't want to be on camera. Jeff, can you do a quick Google for me? You're my producer right now. Can you do a quick Google that the reindeer that actually would lead the sleigh would be women. <laughs> of course. Of course. It takes how many reindeer there? Six, seven, ten, whatever. It takes seven broads to, to drag around some fat ass who then gets all the glory for giving the gifts. But who did all the work? The ladies. Hold on, this just in. What? Okay, this just in. This just in. It has been confirmed that the reindeer who run Santa's sleigh are all female. I just... Because they all have antlers. Because they all have antlers, right. And because the men, male reindeer, release their antlers into the wild. So that makes sense. So in typical fashion, even in our fairy tale folklore, the men get the credit. (laughs) You know who was... Up in the fucking North Pole, probably cracking the whip, making sure that shit was getting out on time. Mrs. Claus. Do you know that two of my buddies and I wrote a movie about Mrs. Claus and we've tried to sell it and everybody in Hollywood says you cannot sell a movie about Mrs. Claus. They're like, everybody's tried to do it. Every big comedian actor has tried to do it. We got a great script. Nobody wants to read it. That's pretty wild. And I said, well, why is that? I was talking to my my manager and she was just like, nobody wants the story, which I find interesting. So nobody wants to see the story of the woman behind Kris Kringle. But we know she's getting it done. We know that the female reindeer are dragging his fat ass over to Serbia. We know who's getting it done. Yet it's only the man who gets the accolades. I mean, we had a really great script. We still have it. It's sitting, you know, on my computer. Regardless, though, I take a lot of meetings in the biz. And they're like, "Eh, a female empowerment Christmas movie? I don't know. (laughs) I knew it. I knew that those little bitches were dragging his ass around. Why? Because women get shit done. 
Speaking of getting shit done, let me tell you something right now. I do not say this to seem humble. I don't say this to seem like a good person. I'm not, okay? But one of my neighbors reached out and she's, you know, you can adopt a family for Christmas. I said, I love this idea. I love this idea. I said, throw me a family. So I got a family and I went shopping for Christmas. You know, our family doesn't do gifts. That's not our thing. I don't need shit. You know, you don't need shit. I don't need shit for dick. Okay. That's a new phrase I've come up with. I don't need shit for dick. I don't. I don't need new slippers. I don't need a new skims shirt. I'd like one, but I can buy it myself. So I said, what a beautiful thing. I'm going to go give back. I, I still want the rush of being able to shop for somebody, but it's even better when you're shopping for somebody that you know needs it. So I go into Target and I've got my list. I've got five kids I'm shopping for and a dad. And they want very specific toys. Now, sometimes when you're shopping for families, you know, who I guess technically, quote unquote, in need, there's clothing items, but no, 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 not my family. No, no, no. It's like Nintendo Switch, Pokemon games, headphones, Nerf guns, footballs. I mean, this is a, they are starting a fucking family unit. Okay. This is, so I get in there with my list and I of course know nothing about these, these video games. So I have to ask the zit face kid running the target electronics department. He's like, damn, they want the violet Pokemon game. Shit. I don't know if we have any. So he's in the back. I got to, I'm about to have to give this guy a hand job in order for him to find this very specific niche Pokemon game. He's like, damn, this is a sick list. These kids know what's good. And I'm like, listen, okay, this is for somebody who needs it. You better find me this fucking Pokemon violet game. So he goes in the back, he comes in, he's like, all right. And I said, all right. Also on the list, uh, you know, this is after I gave him a hand job. Also on the list was this Nintendo Switch. So it's like a, it's a new controller. And I don't know shit about controllers. So this guy's like, all right, how old is this kid? I look on the list, 13-year-old boy named Joshua. Okay, obviously we got to get the right color. So I'm sending this kid in the back. I said, I'm not fucking around. I got such a joy and delight from shopping and being, I'm like, I'm about to get everything on this fucking list. I don't, I don't know what this family's going through, but I want them to open these gifts and be like, brat, brat. Fuck yeah. So obviously I know that those are going to be high-priced items, right? Nintendo shit is, it's electronics. Of course it's going to be expensive. But then I go over to start shopping for the younger kids and just the general toy region. You guys, my absolutely not going into this holiday season is I know that inflation is high. I know the rent is too damn high. But let me tell you, Mattel is out of their fucking mind. Everybody is. The Jurassic Park toys. I looked at this dinosaur. The thing didn't light up. It didn't make a noise. It didn't, nothing. It's a little velociraptor toy, maybe no bigger than the size of this little cup, okay? And the thing was $49.97. So, of course, I'm in my Target app over here looking for a fucking coupon, and then I start looking at some of the Mattel stuff. I get the little girl some Barbie stuff. I go over, I get some Spider-Man stuff from the Marvel section. I'm over doing the Blues Clues, a little Paw Patrol for the younger kids. And I'm starting to look at this shit. Some of these stuffed animals were $40. And I just started stewing. Now, there is a fabulous older woman who is probably my mom in like 10 years, dressed to the nines, faux fur jacket on. She has her whole conversation on speakerphone. So she's walking through the aisles and she's like, Linda, Linda, I'm going to get the karaoke machine for the kids. And clearly the mom who's supposed to be doing Christmas shopping is in bed with the flu. And you can hear her on speakerphone being like, they don't need another fucking karaoke machine, mom. How many times have I told you we've got seven at the house? She's like, well, I'm getting another one. It's on sale. 
So I'm laughing listening to this conversation because I just know this is going to be my mom and I in like 10 years. And I am just flabbergasted. So I lean over to this older lady who's dressed in the nines. I said, can you believe the price of toys? I am happy to do it. I am not here. I feel so richly blessed that I, that I'm in this position to, you know, shop for somebody other than myself. I don't need shit for Dick. I already said that. And she goes, did you see the Jurassic World? $49.97 for a thing that doesn't even light up. And we're standing in the aisle, two white women in matching faux fur jackets, just going, the toys are too fucking expensive. Just bitching. The Nintendo shit I get, okay? It takes batteries. It, you know, it was made at the hands of another small child somewhere in a in an absolute poor country. I get why that's expensive. But my God, the racket, the materialistic, capitalistic, over-consumerism. I don't even know if all three of those words can go together. I was appalled. So me and this like 85-year-old lady are putting shit in our cart. So I decided to help her with her list because her daughter's like, mom, who are you talking to? And she's like, I don't know what's your name. And I'm like, hey, I'm Heather. And she's like, Heather McMahon? And I'm like, yeah, girl, how are you? She's like, I'm home with the flu. I sent my mom to get some stuff. I go, well, your mom and I are both appalled at the prices right now. I went and got a basketball. One of the boys wanted a basketball, a basketball. They only had like the NBA pro, even the youth size. A basketball was $50. I said, no wonder. No wonder people can't afford gifts for their family. Whether you're actually really hard up or you're just even cruising and getting by. Next thing you know, you got a five-year-old that's got $1,500 worth of bullshit in a cart. You know what everybody needs other than the kids who actually need things and need some joy in their life? If you are paying your bills with ease and your asshole is not clenched at the beginning of every month, if whether or not your rent check's going to go through, I want you to do this right now. We're done with the gifts, okay? And I don't mean to sound like Grinch or Scrooge, but my God, I'm giving everybody in my family $50 to TikTok shop. And if you can find a tincture or a pair of pajama jeans that you like and that fits, there you go. Swipe up. I could not believe it. Again, happy to do so. Had so much joy in my heart, wrapping the gifts, making things nice. What a wonderful way to make things not about me or my family or the bullshit. But me and this older lady in her faux furs, literally walking through Target, like, did you see the price of Mattel? This is a raping. Like, we were appalled. So then people hear me and this old lady bitching, they start coming in. Everyone's comparing prices. The basketballs are $60. Oh, you want a three, whatchamacallit, wheeled scooter? Okay, you're not getting out without spending a hundo. I remember when we were little, my dad, because we were terrible at gifts. My mom would buy the most tchotchke. She would go to Dollar Tree. She would go all over. She would buy us the worst shit. My dad would give us like $200. And back in like the 90s, forget it. And he would literally take us to Target the day after Christmas and be like, tear it up, tear it up. That was our jam. I mean, of course, we unwrapped stuff. It was a lot of sweaters from the Gap, Old Navy, the usual sus. And we would take $200 and we would live like kings, like Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin, just thriving. Meanwhile, you can't get out of Target without spending 2 k on a kid. And we wonder why parents are stressed. I don't even have kids. And that's why I felt so stupid. I was like, I don't have children, so I don't really know what the price of anything is to compare. And then I started putting things in my cart. I started checking things off. My fingers are sore because I'm looking for coupons online. And me and this old lady, she's like, this is insane. 
Anyways, I just want y'all to know, all the parents out there who are listening, I get it. I get why you're in a bad mood. I get why you're blowing off steam at the local pub, throwing back 16 Jaeger bombs in a Guinness at 5 p.m. because you just left the local Kmart and you don't know how you're going to keep the, the gas on next month. Listen, if you're in a place of privilege and you can afford shit, tell your kids they ain't getting shit for Christmas, all right? You're volunteering. You're taking all the gifts. You're giving it to somebody who needs it. Because I'll tell you what, these little shits don't need anything. But the kids I was shopping for do. Regardless, I don't know what I'm trying to say. All I'm saying, the price of everything is too high. And I was appalled. This video and podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your own terms. I love Squarespace. I use it for my touring website, my merch, all of it. It is so easy. And what's great is I don't have to be a genius to figure this out. The back end as the user is so user-friendly. And that is the biggest thing. I mean, they have everything from flexible website templates. You don't know how to build a website from scratch. Well, Squarespace does. They make it so easy. You can just plug in your stuff and it aesthetically looks beautiful. You can add a video collection. You can host video content, organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, and sell access to your videos with member areas. They also can do email campaigns. They have a point of sale. Say you're selling your wares, right? Sell in person by connecting a Square Reader to the Squarespace app and keep your orders, your inventory, and customer data in sync with your online store. It does not get better than that. Again, Squarespace is awesome. I use them for everything. If I had to start from scratch tomorrow and build another website for something, I would go to Squarespace. Listen, right now you can head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that is squarespace.com absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You want to feel good all the time, every day, always. It's because AG1. Let me tell you about AG1. AG1 is a freaking best, okay? It's delivered to me every month, so it's been super easy to make a daily habit. I also get the single-serving AG1 travel pack, so I never have to miss a day. I just mix a powder and ice-cold water and drink it first thing in the morning. That's it. With AG1, taking good care of my body each day is really that simple. The reason I love AG1, because in one scoop, it has 75 vitamins, nutrients, and whole food source ingredients that make you feel great. Probiotics, prebiotics, all of that jazz. You're just going to have everything in one packet, and it makes it so easy. Listen, if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. You know, I give these out as gifts. I put this in everyone's stocking stuffer. I love AG1. It is such a no-brainer. And I know I'm going to Australia in February. And if you don't think I'm going to be clutching my AG1 as I go through customs, they better let me take that into the country because the only thing that's going to make me feel good, just keep me right and tight. And hey, keep me regular. There's nothing worse than getting off a 20-hour flight and you haven't shit in forever. You take that AG1. It's going to keep you right, keep you tight. Again, all you got to do is go to drinkag1.com. That's drinkag1, the number one, dot com slash absolutely. And you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs. You'll thank me later. Everybody who I have turned on to AG1 loves it. And they always say, hey, I really use your discount code. I loved all of it. So thank me later. Love you, mean it. Now back to the podcast. I found this amazing little uh, Land Rover. It was a little kid Land Rover, right? Because you can't just have the Jeep. Remember when we were all kids, we all had the pink Barbie Jeep. That was it. 
I mean, that thing was probably $50. I remember my sister, the brakes went out on it. Probably could have had a class action lawsuit. I had a Fred Flintstone it and put my feet at the bottom and the top of my foot got caught and it scraped all the way down the driveway. And I still to this day have a giant scar on the top of my foot from where my Barbie car <laughs> I think Ashley cut the brakes. I really do think Ashley cut the brakes. She was like, fuck this bitch. She's being annoying. She sat on Santa's lap for too long, took all of my time because she thinks she's an entertainer and Ashley cut the brakes on my Barbie Jeep. And I have a scar to prove it. But I remember back in the day, like you had the Barbie Jeep, but no, now these kids have a Range Rover, a Range Rover option. And then there was an actual mini Vespa. Now, I was going to buy it for my friend's kid just because I like being the rich aunt who didn't have kids right now. It's fun. And I've said this before, but no one's made me a godparent. <laughs> Still bitter about that one. But I, I went to go buy it and I looked on it. You know, I'm looking at the specs. This thing's like $300. I'm like, whatever. I'm on a high. I am on a high. I'm bitching in Target. I'm having a blast. I'm picking out toys. I'm Googling what inflation is, but I'm here. I'm leaning in. It doesn't matter. It's not about me. And I see this like mini purple Vespa and I'm like, I'm getting it. I'm getting it for my friend's four-year-old. Turns out it's 13 and up. Okay. So I'm like, I, now at this one, I have two carts full of shit and I'm like, I can't even, I don't even know how I get this. Okay. Jeff's at home recuperating. I don't know how I'm going to fucking get this thing, but I'm telling you what, I'm going to buy it for Robin. I'm getting Robin this purple mini Vespa. I think the weight limit was like 125. She's been 115 since 48. You know what I'm saying? No, 47. So I'm not worried about this shit. I'm getting Robin this tiny little Vespa. She can go to and from the country club. I mean, she does have to go out on technically a major highway, a, ma a major Atlanta road to get to our country club. But it's maybe, Jeff, would you say it's a 20 second sprint? Yeah. A 20 second sprint. But I'm buying her this fucking purple little mini scooter that's 13 and up. It is a danger to society. You're right, honey. You are right. Jeff is here. He's chiming in. If you just tune into the podcast, Jeff's just in the corner. He's doing work. We're in the office. The office is 10 feet long. But either way, I think I'm going to get this little vroom vroom for Robin. You know, listen, I got, I didn't get her. She bought herself when we got her a new car a couple of years ago. I said, listen, I need you to be in a tank. And it's not because, so she got a Mercedes SUV, only because I did the safety ratings. And those things are, I mean, they're built for the fucking war, okay? And we know one's coming. So I said, let's go ahead and get this diesel bad boy ready to go. So we got her this big Mercedes SUV. Now, when we were checking out, I wasn't going to get the tire package because I was like, all right, she didn't need the tire package. And for some reason, Robin said, I need the tire package. I want you to know, this woman, since she has bought this car in two years, thank fucking God she got the tire package. She's had to replace four tires because she just says that things keep appearing in the middle of the road and she keeps popping her tires, scraping her wheels. And I said, Mom, that's a median. Mom, that's a curb. Mom, that's a small child getting off the school bus that you just you bounced off of the fucking kid. OK. She called it a cinder block. My mom literally said, Heather, no, it was nothing. It would, next thing you know, it was just a cinder block in the middle of the road. I'm like, that's a median. That is absolutely, without a doubt, a median. And she, thank God, thank God we got her this tank. It's all about her safety. It's about your safety out on the road. You know, she got her cataract singular done and there's a weird film and she says she's been back for a follow-up but the eye is bionic I mean I'm literally living with the Terminator so anyways I'm getting her this little scooter for Christmas hopefully 
Hopefully we'll get a cute bedazzled helmet and that'll just get, maybe we can figure out a she can go through the back entrance of the country club. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I was in Target. I was bitching about the prices, but I was also filled with the light of the Lord. You know, it's fun when I don't have kids. And so I'm texting my girlfriends who have kids. I was like, did you know that these fucking Jurassic Park toys are $60? And my, and my friend said, you want to keep your money? You want to enjoy it? Do not have children. And I was appalled. So either way, regardless, I want everybody out there who has kids right now, you're running around, you're doing the Santa thing. We all know that at the end of the day, Mrs. Claus does all of it. So big shout out to all the mommies getting it done. And then the dads will sit there on the couch Christmas Day and they will have no idea what gifts are getting unwrapped. And the mom will whisper, she's like, this is the, this is the Nintendo. This is the Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. But she, dude, fucking shut the fuck up, Mark. It's the Nintendo. He's like, I thought the Nintendo was in the green bag. No, Mark. I put the Nintendo in the purple because it matches the color of the controllers. Sweetie, it's the Nintendo. Like, I know how that conversation went down. Because when I go back and watch our home videos, these are the same conversations. You could hear my mom and dad arguing off camera. You know what I mean? And she's like, Kyle, Kyle. Well, I wasn't going to spend $200 on these girls. They don't need it. And he's like, I told you to get the Barbie dream car. God damn it. Now I got to go out there on Christmas night and see if the Walmart's open. Like these were the conversations. Robin was being practical. She was getting it done. She was doing the specific wrapping. Everything was perfect. Everything matched underneath the tree. And my dad would just hand you $300 cash and be like, it's a wrap. So either way, we all know that the ladies are getting it done. The ladies are getting it done. If you're a mom out there, big shout out. I, I'm thinking of you. I hope that you have patience. I hope that you're not losing your mind. Enjoy your white mocha cappuccino, your white mocha latte. You cruise around Target. You get your coupons ready because I'm going to tell you this right now. At the end of the day, we know, everybody knows, the kids know, even if it's signed Santa, they know that y'all were the ones running the show. And we're grateful for you. And I'm not shitting on the dads. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the dads because I know the dads have to put the toys together. But if you don't think they bitch and complain every fucking second they're putting the toys together, then why'd you have to get a fucking easy bake oven with so many instructions? And you're like, I fought tooth and nail at the fucking Target off the highway. I took two Adderall to get the job done. Now put it together. Okay, Mark, you always said you were good with your hands. Well, guess what? Shut up and do it. Because you know what? Mrs. Claus has been running the show since fucking August and the lady reindeer are pulling your fat ass around. So put the toys together and cork it. Anyways, I don't know why I'm on such a tear, but I will just tell you right now, wildly surprised at the price of everything, you know? I mean, I kind of live on the road. I live a simple life. I know hotels are expensive. That's why I spend my money on airfare hotels. I mean, hell, I get my clothes for free. Shout out to show me your moo moo. You know, I'll maybe do a H&M Zara order or something every now and then. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I was shocked and appalled. So I get it. If you're stressed out, and just go ahead and warn your kids. If you want to, you know what? Okay, this is what I want you to do. I know some of y'all play my podcast while you're picking up your kids for school. Horrible idea. But if you want to say this little clip, let's timestamp it. If you want to say this little clip, I'm, I'm going to pretend to be Mrs. Claus and I'm going to act out what we're going to say to your kids this year. Okay, ready? Hi, boys and girls. It's Mrs. Claus. I know you're so excited for Christmas morning. I just wanted to let you know that I picked you specifically in a special way because you've been so good this year. Here's the deal. You don't need shit for dick. So you're not going to get anything this year. 
we decided to take all of the toys that you were going to get and give it to somebody who deserves it. Yeah. Did your t-ball team go to state? Fantastic. Do you know how much that costs? An arm and a leg. You're not getting anything. But trust me, when you're 45, you'll look back and say, I'm a better person for it. Love you. See you next year. (laughs) I don't even know what that was. Do not play that for your kids. Do not play that for your kids. Absolutely do not play that for your kids. But I mean, I'm telling you what, I'm getting the charities right, though, too. After seeing how much this shit costs, I'm going around. I was going to get gifts for all my other friends' kids. Uh -uh. I'm going to have a photo of the child who actually needs the toys. And that's what they're getting. I know I sound like Scrooge and the Grinch, but I'm just telling you, I was shocked, shocked, appalled. Listen, we're going to get into the voicemails. I want to see what you guys have been up to. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. I hope you're listening to this with your AirPods in, just dicking around, dicking around. I don't know what you're doing right now. Maybe you're cleaning out, you know, your dishwasher. Maybe you're putting a little white vinegar in the, on the top rack. You're cleaning it out. Just learn that on TikTok. We need to clean our dryers and our washers and our dishwashers. Because when you think about it, the things that clean, where does the stuff that they clean, where does that dirty stuff go? Yeah, it backs up, bitch. It backs up. So anywho, I don't know if you're on a power walk. I don't know if you're in the middle of fornicating. I don't know what you're doing, you freaks. But I hope that this is just going to give you, you know, a little giggle. Let's not make this serious. I'm not I'm not changing the world. I'm just telling you my observations. But let's get into the absolutely not line because I know y'all have been up to just chaos. And I'm very excited. Listen, if you're listening to this episode, I want you after Christmas, right before the new year, okay, I want you to call into the hotline. Let me know what your holiday absolutely nots and yeses are. Our post-Thanksgiving episodes are always so incredible. I always get so much feedback that y'all love hearing about the chaos. So please do me a favor after Christmas, after New Year's, at the top of the year, call in so we can dissect everything that you guys are going through. I love nice things. I love fabulous silks. I love great cashmere. I love to be comfortable and look great. And this is the reason why I love Quince. Quince offers a range of high quality items with prices within reach, like 100% magnolia cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, cotton sweaters, and comfy pants. The best part of all, Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's why I'm giving the gift of Quince buttery soft cashmere to my nearest and dearest this year. Dude, no joke, Robin McMahon and found Quince like three years ago, bought everybody cashmere sweaters, and then they approached me with the podcast. I'm like, dude, I've been wearing Quince's linen in the summer. I wear their silk, their washable silk, and all their cashmere. I have already been a huge fan of Quince. You're going to love it too. I honestly thought it was fake at first. I was like, there's no way that this is such high quality stuff. It's fire. Everything I get is from them, and I freaking love it. Another reason why I love Quince, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I literally love that. Get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash absolutely for free shipping on your order and a 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash absolutely to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash absolutely. You're going to thank me later. Get the cashmere, get the washable silk. It's great to travel with. You throw that shit in your bag and you are good to go. Again, you are going to love it. Go to quince.com slash absolutely. 
I'm literally buying one of these for every single person in my life because it's the best thing I've ever bought. It's the Shark Never Change Air Purifier Max. It will literally save you $300 or more in filter replacement costs over five years. It has a clean Sense IQ, which tracks air quality and constantly adjusts power to maintain clean air in your home. So it'll literally light up and it'll let you know like when things aren't right in the air. It'll literally say like when my room needs to be cleaned. When that purification is not at 100, it notifies me. As an anti-allergen HEPA filter, which captures more micropollutants than HEPA standards require, it's trapping 99.98% of large, small, and micro-sized particles. Covers up to 1,400 square feet. That's great. Damn, you got a nice apartment? Get one of these. I used to have a different competitor before I found Shark, and trying to reorder those filters was a fucking nightmare. But the Shark Never Change Air Purifier Max is so easy. It is so easy to use. It works fantastic. I mean, hell, even if you just want to use it for the damn soft, gentle white noise to help you sleep, it is my jam. I love all the Shark products. I literally have everything in their repertoire, but I really do love this Shark Never Change Air Purifier Max. Visit Shark Clean, that's S-H-A-R-K, clean, sharkclean.com, and use code absolutely at checkout for 20% off your purchase of the Shark Never Change Air Purifier. That's S-H-A-R-K-C-L-E-A-N.com. Use code absolutely for 20% off your order. Now, back to the podcast. All right, we're going to get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Let's hit it. All right, Heather. Um, I'm just calling to let you know about an absolutely not after listening to all these family drama and absolutely not, especially with the extended family. Um, so my grandfather, about a couple years ago, he sent us all porn from my grandmother's email account. Now, he does not have his own email account, so um, it did say it was coming from her, and he meant to send it to a buddy, apparently. Always. I guess that's what they're out here doing these days. RIP to, you know, Robin dating, because what the hell is going on with these people, these men specifically? Um, and so anyways, he goes on his email every day, sends his little forwards, his like, you know, send this to 10 people or you'll have bad luck type of deal. Um, accidentally sent porn to everybody and my family had to decide what to do with that. We elected my dad to watch the porn because we said, you know, someone's got to know we're all dying. We don't all want to watch it, but we just need to know the gist. Apparently it's just kind of a topless woman on the airplane. Um, so, you know, uh, that's what my grandpa's into. And now when he asks, why didn't you answer my email forward? I say, because it might be porn. So absolutely not to that. I love in my love the special, love the LA show. Love you. Bye. Okay, this is fantastic. Nothing brings me more joy than knowing that members of our elder, our silver sneakers community are, are still enjoying porn. First of all, I think you need to respond to grandpa and say, loved the girl with the big jugs on the airplane. And I love that we nominated your dad to look at the porn. I would have been, I would have volunteered. I would have clicked on it. I absolutely want to know what grandpa is, you know, getting his rocks off to. Here's the thing. If it's just a topless lady on a plane, is it porn? No. To me, that is like going on Instagram. Okay. That is, that is a, a, a scroll through Reddit. That is just clicking onto Twitter or X or whatever the fuck you call it. So I think grandpa probably thought that was a hoot and a half. He probably said, ma'am, I didn't catch your name. I'm going to call you Kinsey. He probably was like, Kinsey would love this. Look at her areolas. This is hysterical. This must have been a Spirit Airlines flight. Like, check 
the the subject matter of the email. It's probably like what happens on Spirit Airlines stays on Spirit Airlines. Like grandpa might actually be sending you some fucking zingers. Also, I love that he doesn't have his own email address, that he's low key sending it through your deceased grandma's email. That is classic. That is classic papa. That is so classic papa. It doesn't get more classic than that. But I think you need to respond. Respond to that exact chain and be like, look at those jugs, papa, and just see what he says. He probably thinks, you know what I mean? He's what, maybe in his 80s? He's probably cruising thinking like, Kenzie's going to think this is hysterical. Look at them jugs on that Spirit Airlines flight. Now, I used to find my dad's porn all the time and it would make me giggle. It also made me feel good because I was like, all right, he's watching pretty normal stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not making me, I'm good to know. And I know that sounds weird, but when I had to go through my dead dad's computer after he passed, he had a folder. It was all really normal, just kind of, I'd say healthy porn. You know what I mean? Real, I mean... Nothing that was like, okay, okay, I don't know this man. (laughs) You know what I mean? He liked some titties and and redheaded women. And that made me feel good, I guess, about my relationship with my dad. Can't wait for somebody to just splice this up and really put this out into the internet ethosphere. Anyways, regardless, I think you respond to the email. I think you absolutely go, look at those titties, Paul, Paul, and see what he says back. If he is embarrassed, then you need to pull him aside and say, Paul, Paul. Here's the deal. Your porn's getting sent out to everybody. You're clicking reply all. Maybe sit him down. Maybe this is the gift you give him this holiday season is you sit him down and you say, I'm going to show you how to BCC. I'm going to show you how to CC. And I'm going to show you how to just not fucking send porn. That's it. That's a wrap. My dad would always go into the men's grill, which is the men's locker room. I love that they call it the grill at our country club after a round of golf. And he would be sitting around smoking a cigar with the guys, talking shit, having a scotch. And they would all, this is back in the day when you had like Yahoo or Hotmail. And he would sit there and the guys would be telling jokes. And they're all like, you know, dad jokes. And then my dad would write them down in an email. I was living in LA at the time. And I knew it was always like Sunday afternoon. I would get an email with like 55 new dad jokes. And dad's like, use us at the next open mic. I don't know why I'm making him New York. He's like, use us at the the next open mic, baby girl. And I'm like, dad, these these are these were already jokes that one of your buddies got off another Yahoo chain. I cannot use this material. Thank you so much, but I'm good. But it always filled me with so much joy because it was like clockwork. My dad had been in the, at the club. He was smoking a cigar. I would get this email. Ten new jokes about catfish. And I'm like, He's like, so you have a tight 10, Heather. You're going to be ready. Tight 10. Go down to the comedy store and let them know what's good. And I'm like, Dad, you're not even that country. Like, what? And he'd be like, heard this in the men's grill. I'm like, it's a locker room. Everybody fucking relax. Side note, I don't know if I I talked about this. Um, This men's grill at our country club is like the biggest fucking deal. It's a part of the locker room, but it's a private club kind of. It's just, it's an extension of the locker room. These guys sit in there, nuts on a leather sofa. They drink their scotch. They smoke their cigars. They can order some food. They do whatever. It's a men's place. Apparently, there's a lady now on the board of the club, and she thinks it should be inclusive, that the lady should go in there. So I bring this up to Jeff. Now, mind you, we have our own ladies' locker room. 
just got remodeled. It's beautiful. Got every kind of uh, accessory, every kind of dry shampoo. You forgot a tampon. You forgot a hair clip. You forgot a brush. We got it all. Okay. The amenities are endless. So I asked Jeff, I said, Jeff, what do you think about, you know, integrating the men's grill? And he's like, I will let you come into the men's grill. They would love you in there. You can sit with the guys, drink a scotch, smoke a cigar. Bullshit. He goes, but I got to let you know, there's two guys in there that just sit nuts on a leather couch. They're both, what would you say, Jeff? Like in their 80s? There's, a, there's, there's, there's some secret guys, but that after the age of like 65, there's just no shit. Okay, so Jeff just said off camera, he said, there's a secret guy code that over the age of 65, you just let your nuts out. He's like, I would absolutely, he goes, you know, I'm a feminist. I would love to have more women hanging out, smoking cigars, talking shit. He's like, but there's just a couple of guys who sit nuts out, grundle out on this leather couch, and everybody just knows that's their couch. And if that is not the most homoerotic thing you have ever heard, I said, gay, like I literally was like, this is fucking great. So anyways, that's the new tea at the club. I mean, I am all about shared spaces, equal opportunities, but there, I don't need to go into the men's grill because I know how this goes. Because I used to get the emails from my dad at the men's grill on Sunday evenings. My dad might have been one of those who sat with his nuts out on the leather couch. I don't know. Men need their own space to fart and bullshit and do the jokes from the Hotmails and the Yahoos. And you know what I'm doing? Stealing all of the fancy amenities that they have left in the ladies' locker room. Like, let them have it. You, Jeff just said, amen. That's right. Love you, honey. Okay, let's get to the next voicemail. Regardless, so ma'am, I think you need, a, you need to re reply all. Just reply it all. Okay, here we go. Hi, Heather. I just want to say absolutely not to the flight attendant who shamed me for ordering a Diet Coke. Oh, I'm on my flight home from Mexico City. Only time I drink that Coke, my little airplane treat. Mm -hmm. Rolling the bev card over me, ask me what I want. I confidently say Diet Coke, and she shamed me for it. She gave me a whole lecture about how bad it is for you, how it causes cancer, how it's illegal in Europe, and I'm too young to be drinking this shit and filling my body with all the toxins. And then she has the audacity to go, so do you still want a Diet Coke? And I looked at her, terrified. Well, I guess not. I'll just take a ginger ale. And what does she give me? A regular Coke which is nasty, tastes like cough syrup. I love so, it. Absolutely not to that flight attendant and just to that whole flight in general. Love and light. Okay, the irony of this is, is that she's shaming you for a Diet Coke, but little does she know that you probably have six kilos of cocaine strapped up your butthole. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're telling me you went to Mexico City and didn't do a little cocaine? You went to Mexico City and didn't come back with a couple of souvenirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Are, okay, Come on. Here's the deal. I used to be a Diet Coke shamer. My dad would have 12 caffeine-free Diet Cokes a day. And when he would fly, it was the cutest thing. Before they had Yeti coolers, he would have his little, his little igloo cooler, his little red cooler, just packed to the brim with the caffeine-free Diet Cokes. I haven't had a silver Diet Coke in 10 years, okay? It was always the gold can, all right? Because he wasn't trying to get juiced up on the caffeine. When you have 12 Diet Cokes a day, it'll kill you. Now, I will say, when he originally died, I said, that's it. I know what killed him. It was the Diet Cokes. It was the aspartame. It was the food coloring. It was the fact that his body couldn't process anything. 
Now, when I look back, I do think it was probably for the fact that he would carry his cell phone on a belt clip right on his right hip. He ended up with pancreatic cancer. That's why I'm a real weirdo. I don't put my laptop on my my lap. I charge my cell phone in the bathroom. Like I'm, a, I think the radiation's gonna take us out. You know what I'm saying? The radiation's cooking us. We are basically humans in an air fryer between the cell phone towers and the da, 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 and the aliens just sending rays to make us dumber. I mean, we're getting cooked left and right. But I will say. I used to be one of those people. I was a Diet Coke shamer. I would slap it out of your hand and I'd say it killed my father. But upon later on doing a little bit more research, I definitely think it's because he had a cell phone on his hip. You know, when you were in the early 2000s, that's what you did. You weren't a dad. You weren't allowed to spread your seed into the world unless you took the oath that you were willing to have a leather, a leather flap and a belt clip on the little rummy tum. You know what I'm saying? And my dad had that because my dad was a big technology guy. I mean, we had the car cell phone. It was in the Saab. We had it in the Saab for a while. Yeah, and then we had an old Jaguar Vandenplas. We had this cell phone that went in the car before anybody else did. Okay, because my grandfather was chief pilot for Delta. He would fly over to Asia. My dad had one of the first Walkmen ever in the United States. We've always been technologically three steps ahead. And since my father died, I can't figure out how to change the thermostat. <laughs> okay. I'm just, it shut down. Regardless though, I used to be one of those people. Oh my God. After my dad, I was like, oh, you want to drink Diet Coke? Good luck to ya. Good luck. And let me tell you, I was on set. I was shooting a pizza commercial the other day and I needed a, I needed a pick me up. I couldn't do an iced coffee though. An iced coffee was going to hurt my stomach. And I got a tall boy can of Diet Coke from the bodega around the street. I put a straw in that bad boy and I just, and it set me right. And I hadn't had one in probably seven years. And I start, you know, when it hits the back of the throat and then you start getting that tingling in the brain. And it was like, I was back on the Adderalls. I hadn't felt that zip zap zoppy in a minute. So I get it. You know that rigatoni and macaroni are the true absolute loves of my life. I could not live without them. They're my babies. And you know what I want to feed them? The best of the best. Y'all, I love Farmer's Dog. My vet has approved of it, which is the number one green flag to me is that my vet said, this is fantastic. I love Farmer's Dog. One, because they make it so easy to feed your dog the best of the best. Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real, healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not just kibble. It's not canned goo. It's real, healthy food. Dude, when I get up in the morning and I say breakfast, these dogs go absolutely buck wild for it. They absolutely love it. One thing I really do love, too, about it is that it comes pre-packaged in the right amount. Like I go online, I can fill out, okay, you know, one of my dogs is allergic to poultry. So they make sure they send me a, a different meat option. And I put in their weight, you know, their breed, all the pertinent information. And they send it to me in a nice frozen pack directly to my door. I thought out the night before and those dogs go wild for it. Their coats are shiny. The vet is so thrilled. They're able to keep a nice, healthy weight. They're not below, they're not above. It's just the best of the best. Listen, get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Go to the, T-H-E, thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. You're going to thank me later. And hey, you might get some puppy kisses. Now, back to the podcast. 
this is what I think you say. I love when people come back with just like like a curveball. Next time, if you're on a flight, say, ma'am, thank you so much for that concern about the Diet Coke. But I think the real cocaine that I did this weekend is going to do more harm. Or just turn there and go, I've got two months to live. I was on my make-a-wish trip to Mexico City. I just wanted to eat some street tacos, see some art, and uh, be immersed in a culture that I don't know enough about because I've got a week to live. Just fucking give it right back. But yeah, the Diet Coke shaming, we got to let it go. I mean, if I think about the things that are really killing me, the dry shampoo, the sunless tanner, you know what I mean? The methamphetamines that we did for a long time. Those are going to be the things that are going to take us out. But don't you love it? Also, I feel like whatever flight you were on, Coke was probably, Coca-Cola, the brand was a sponsor, was an affiliate, was a partner and maybe this little lady should pipe down in the in the words of king curtis from wife swap well she's just she's just a smart little girl ain't she she's just a smart little girl and we're just a sorry people actually actually that's going to be my response to everything i well you just think you're a smart little girl and what are we the sorry people and they're like, ma'am, you're at Valvoline. We just wanted to let you know that your oil change was going to be $39. Well, aren't you a smart little girl? And I guess I'm just a sorry people. Bacon is good for me. So do you want the oil change or not? But I said bacon is good for me. Okay, I don't, are you trying to do a bit, ma'am? We just need to, we just need to change the oil in the Audi. You're just a smart little girl. And then they're just like, you need to leave. You need to leave. I love doing a bit on somebody who didn't see it coming and then they don't want to be a part of it and then we just keep it going and then I'm banned from those establishments. Those are fun. God, King Curtis, I wonder where he is now. I wonder where he is now. Listen, I'm sorry you got Diet Coke shame, but you got to realize when somebody comes in with the shame, oh, you're a mayonnaise? That, you know what? That always pissed me off. When people are like, oh, you eat mayonnaise? You like mayonnaise? The creamier, the better. I like white, creamy substances, sour cream, put it on my body. Mayonnaise, put it on my body. Some sort of, you know, obviously a ranch dressing, put it on my body. Blue cheese, put it in my holes, okay? I love it. There is nothing worse than when you get these people who have an aversion to a white sauce, which you know what? Could technically be racist. Oh, we don't, you, you like sour cream? You like things that are white? Well, I am white. Do you have a problem? <laughs> I like everything though. I like gravy. I like brown gravy. I like Worcestershire. I like a Bordelaise. I like a demi-glaze. Okay, I'm a saucy kind of bitch. There is nothing worse than when you were in line at Publix getting a pub sub and somebody goes, mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah, the creamier, the better. I was at Hen Mother the other day and Sarai and I were talking. She's a chef, owner, purveyor, all of the goods, all the things that you call the people who are in charge. And she brought me out a little dill ranch that she made. She's got a great green goddess dressing on the menu. They make their own hot sauce. I said, listen, Soraya, I got sweet potato fries. You happen to have a ranch back there? She said, bitch, I have a homemade one that I made for family meal. She brought me a ranch and it was so fucking good. I said, Soraya, if you want to go into business, we could start our own line. You know what I mean? We could start a dressing line. That's the goal. I don't know if you know this and you can't see it on my vision board, but we're going to do vision boards at the top of next year. And one of the things in my, I'd say, 10 to five year plan is to be my own Paul Newman. 
I want to have a dressing line. I want to have a party platter line. I would like for you to know that you're getting the Heather Delight. You know, maybe we have a dill pickle ranch. Maybe we have just a dill dill ranch. Maybe we have a bacon bits ranch. All organic, gluten-free, fucking high-end. It'll cost you an arm and a leg, but you're going to you're gonna take this ranch to parties and you're going to go, that's the best fucking ranch I've ever had. Who made it? Do you know that comedian Heather McMahon? Wow, what a tastemaker. She believed she could and she fucking did. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Lori from North Carolina, but I gather you could have known that from my accent anyway. I have absolutely not. I've been kind of, I have to admit, I've been kind of overdoing it on the gummies, maybe eating a little more than I should. And I proceed to get online and shop, okay, which I can kind of deal with. Yeah. I also get on social media and make comments, like fucked up comments. <laughs> and I, that's not okay. But last night I got online and I got a Verbo in the mountains for this weekend. A Verbo. I guess I thought I needed a vacation, but it's Christmas and I have a lot of shit to do. But I can't cancel because it's too close. So I, I've got to go out of town this weekend. <laughs> I'm, things are getting out of control, but I don't see me curbing my usage until well into the new year. So I'm just going to have to live with whatever bizarre shit I do when I'm on gummies. I don't, I don't know if it does that to you or not, or if I'm the, you know, having some kind of weird side effect on me. At any rate, love you, girl. Bye. Listen, there is nothing better when the side effect of doing drugs is just purchasing items, okay? That is the best feeling in the world. And I said a couple weeks ago, like, I'm at the point of the season where I just need to buy things and eat things and drink things and just be frivolous and just kind of lay around in the sun and maybe fart a little bit outdoors. You know, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at emotionally, physically, mentally, all those things. This is great. This is fantastic. First of all, what a North Carolina accent. I'm obsessed. Also, I love that you called VRBO Verbo. I got me a Verbo in the mountains, and it looks like I got an out going on a trip this weekend. That's great. What a great blessing that when you do drugs, you wake up the next day and you've planned something. That means you're proactive on the drugs. You're you're getting through your Christmas shopping list, tinkering away on the interwebs. So you're telling me you take gummies and you book a vacation, you buy some goods, you maybe do an Instacart order. I don't know what you're doing, but it sounds like you're still being proactive. I take a gummy. Next thing you know, I am hysterically crying, holding my dogs, like both kind of like a light headlock. Not like I'm hurting them, but they're just nestled against my bosom. And I just cry, cry for two hours until Jeff comes up to find me. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, eh, they're not going to live forever. The last two times I've taken gummies, I've gone cry. And I, that's not where I usually am. I usually hit the weed pen. I miss a weed pen. I got to get another one. I usually hit the weed pen and I start cleaning the closet. You know what I mean? I start vacuuming the baseboards. I like to get a little sativa. I like to be zip, zap, zopping. I like to get something done, but I can turn my mind off. I've been so high on a sativa weed pen cleaning my closet. I thought I was listening to a podcast the whole time. I was in complete silence. And Jeff comes up and he's like, what are you giggling at? I'm like, this podcast, he's like, there's nothing on. I'm like, sorry. You know, that's a great thing, though. But see, this is also a testament to what I was saying earlier about Mrs. Claus and the female reindeer. Women still get things done. You go to a frat house with a bunch of bros that are high as a kite. They've melted into the couch. They're all maybe, you know, scratching their nuts. 
They're just like, Coral, give me a Coors Light. Meanwhile, women take edibles. We're up there tinker tankering on the interwebs. I just ordered a new shark vacuum. I just ordered a new shark air purifier. I've decided that I felt in my state of arousal, my state of highness, I'm like, the air quality doesn't seem right. Next thing you know, I've done 45 minutes of YouTubes on how to fix the air quality in your home. I'm now making toxic free homemade candles, throwing out all the, you know, the the fucking fabuloso and the 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 plugins, all the glade plugins that are causing cancer. I'm throwing those out the window. And now I've got a boiling pot of cinnamon sticks and cranberries and boysenberries and a little peppermint essential oil. And I've made my home non-toxic. You give Jeff a gummy, he sits on the back of a boat in the Turks and Caicos and doesn't speak for six and a half hours. No, that's not how it goes, Jeff. We're going to the Turks soon at the top of the year. Okay, and I know Jeff's going to take the gummies when we go to the sandbar and I'm going to be making content and doing videos and giggling and making dinner plans and that, that, that. And Jeff's just going to be sitting on the sandbar with his giant sun hat, just like. <laughs> so, you, ma'am, you don't need to feel guilty. Good for you. Your subconscious said you needed a trip to the mountains and you know where you're going? Cashers, North Carolina. You know where you're going? It's Carolina, trails California, somewhere greener, somewhere warmer. Do you know that song? You should. Oh, so good. So good. Hey, if anybody is a member of Mountaintop, which I believe is by Cashers, I would like an invite. This is really a comment directed towards Mary Beth Cole, but I would like an invite to Mountaintop. I'm just saying it's very riche and you have to like get in. I've been to Blackberry Farm, loved it, but I would like to go to Mountaintop. Okay. Thank you for calling. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Brittany from New York. Just calling in with an absolutely not, but that might just be an absolutely not for myself. However, mm-hmm. Christmas cards. Oh, I hate, hate spending a hundred plus dollars on Christmas cards. So I don't. And then I feel like a piece of shit mm-hmm. because all the other family sent Christmas cards. And I had a great idea. I was going to put my pregnancy announcement on a Christmas card, have Shut my up. son holding up the sonogram. Then I got to check out and it was $100. And why the fuck am I spending $100 on Christmas cards to stay up for two weeks and be thrown away? Absolutely not. Love you. Bye. I love you. I don't want to be redundant on this podcast, but I know we have a lot of new followers here. I went on a rant like two years ago about these fucking Christmas cards, but this is before we did videos. So I'm going to do a very, a very short and abbreviated version of my feelings. Here's the deal. If you send me a rundown of where, what the Millers did this year, and I get a rundown of what all your kids have accomplished, all the things you've done, it's like Gary Jr., He's on the travel t-ball team. They won the all-star championship. Sweet little baby Melissa learned how to walk. And then our other kid named Randy. Randy got expelled from kindergarten. You know, they always had that one kid. It, you know, you're always getting a rundown of like four kids. And then there's the one kid. They're like, and Randy got expelled again. <laughs> Just the one kid, and you're like, I will actually 
I will read, if you send me a rundown, a breakdown of what y'all did this year, all your Miller family accomplishments, I will wait to find the problematic kid. We all know which kid is a problematic one. And that's all I want. I don't want to know about your stellar all-star kids, honor roll child. I don't want to know that your little princess queen, Isabel, is doing the ballets. I want to know how fucking Randy's doing. I want to know about how little Trevor, you know, it's always a kid named Trevor. They're like, and Trevor... Got out of juvie. That's all I want to know. I have a lot of crusty white friends that send me breakdowns of all of their children, and they all have one problematic child. Just literally be like, happy holidays. And by the way, Trevor quit biting people. (laughs) That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Just let me know. Like, Isabel, you know, Isabel, Jared, and Jonathan are doing great. And Trevor quit biting children at school. Trevor is going to move on to second grade, even though he's repeated first grade 16 times. That's what I want to know. We're all rolling down the list of your other kids that we know are doing well, and we're waiting to get hear the tea from Trevor. That's what we're waiting on. So go ahead, send me a, a mugshot from Juvie and just be like, here's how you can add money on the commissary. That's what I want to know. I cannot stand the rundown of the year. That's what social media is for. Listen, okay, I'm already clicking on the kids' photos. I, too, take a gummy and will comment on the T-Ball All-Star winning photo. Let's go, boys. That's right. The Raptors did it again. I love doing that. I love pumping people up. My love language, I think my giving one is words of affirmation. I love for people to feel good. That really genuinely makes me feel good. I'm going to comment, oh shit, Isabel did a pirouette at the damn recital. I'm going to be pumped for you. I always have been. But I want to know how Trevor's doing. We all want to know that. Okay? So give us what we want. Also the Xmas cards, the Christmas cards. It's great. But again, now you're seeing the gifts are already $600. Now on top of that, I got to force my family to all sit under one roof for 15 minutes, put on some itchy sort of blazer, and we're all going to take photos? No, no one has time for that. You know what? If you send me a really highly decorated Photoshopped photo, I'm into that. But I don't want to see everyone on the beach in all white because you know what? I have never been able to do that. My family, you know, we're reactive, not proactive, and we have never, we took one Christmas photo, and it wasn't even going to be our Christmas photo. We went on this epic trip to Scotland back in 2007, and we all got matching kilts, and I will put this photo up on the internet, and my dad's sitting in front, and he's got the little coin purse, the traditional Scottish coin purse, the covering his, um, you know, his, his nuts, and then he's got his little knee-high socks, and my mom, my sister, and I are all standing behind him, you know, nice little, we made little fists, and we put our little hands on his shoulders, like, like his little Scottish princesses, and that's the one we sent out, and I did it. I did it because I thought it was hysterical. And everybody got that and saved it. And that's the last real strong memory of the McMahon family together. Okay? Because then he died. You know what? Send me a Christmas card and let me know who died. That's what I want a recap of. Trevor quit biting other kids. And guess what? All of these people died. That's what I need to know. I don't want to know about your accolades. Maybe put on there. Hey, started Ozempic. Lost 45 pounds. I'm going to fucking put that on my fridge as motivation. 
I do not need to see you and your matching family all in white t-shirts and, you know, light colored denim on the beach of 30A looking jovial. That does nothing for me. I want to open up the Christmas card and go, dude, Mark lost 40. What does it say? The asterisk says he did the Manjaro and Trevor quit biting kids. That's what's up. You know what? The Millers had a fucking good year. Look how much they've improved from last year. That's what I want to know. Because we all know your other kids are doing things. They're doing hockey. They're doing baseball. They're doing the cheerleading. We get it. Y'all get do a lot of shit on Saturdays. Great. I want to know, is the sex still good? Put that in a note. Thank you. We got time for one last voicemail. I love that. The fucking, don't feel pressure. If you didn't get the Christmas cards out this year, hey, you know what you can also do? Text your friends. Here's a cute photo of my kids. Aren't they adorable? Merry Christmas. That's what's up. Brat, brat, you know? All right. Let's get to the last one. Hi, Heather. Um, I just left my very first full body wax that includes armpits, Brazilian, which I normally do, and all of my legs and random other bits of me as well. And if my boyfriend does not propose next week on our trip, like has been hinted, but not enough that I feel like he's heavily hinted, that will be a fucking absolutely not. Hopefully I'll be calling back with an absolutely yes that he did. But if not, uh, we'll have problems uh, on top of me getting our house together, dogs together, planning the entire trip. uh, That just sent me over the edge. So yeah. Uh, love and light. Bye. <sighs> okay. I'm already so stressed out for you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. I don't think he's proposing. If you had to plan the whole trip and then you had to plan where the dogs were going to be boarded, you've made that arrangement. You went ahead, bought the flights. You did this, whether it's on his credit card or not. It, even if he threw his hands up and said, you know what? We're going to go somewhere special. You plan the trip and then you think you're going to somehow get a ring on that trip. You don't want it. You know what you want for the proposal? You're coming in smooth as a seal. You've put your body and mind through hell. You just got waxed from tip to taint, and then you still have to make the arrangements? No, you don't want it. You say, hey, when you are ready to propose, you make the plans. You know, it'll be obvious to you. There's nothing worse than you planning the whole vacation and then he has the moment to shine. This is so full circle. This is what I was talking about earlier. Fucking Santa gets to ride around on the sleigh. Meanwhile, the women have done all the back work. That's not what we're doing anymore. Enough. Enough. If you plan the trip and you got the dogs to boarding and you pulled the fucking away luggage from, I don't know, the attic and you got the packing cubes on Amazon, and you did all the laundry and made sure he had clean little Lululemon drawers, and you pulled out the bathing suits from the, you know, the basement, he doesn't then get to get on one knee and say, marry me, because you've done it all. That's not how it works. No. And I know the guys were saying, well, he probably just spent a good $30,000 on a ring. You know, she just, she's never satisfied. And my response to you would be like, I say you're just a sorry little girl. Now, you're such a smart little girl, and we're the sorry people. If he gets down on one knee, you have to. 
you absolutely, even if you're ready to say yes, even if you're like, whatever, this is just our relationship. I always plan everything. You absolutely have to respond to him like King Curtis. I see you just say you're a smart little girl and I'm just a sorry people. And he's going to be like, what? I, will you marry me? And you're like, I don't know. Bacon's good for me. Just do it. Do it. Record it. Tag me in it because this is what I need in my life. This is so Christmas. This is so the holidays. This is so everything. We plan it all. And then the guys will be like, well, when I do it, you bitch and complain. When I pick a restaurant for dinner, you're upset because you, you didn't do a good job. You didn't do a good job. Jeff's the one thing he really fights with me. I'll be like, hey, women just want men to be proactive. That's all we want. Make a plan. And then Jeff will say, well, when I make a plan, you don't like the plan. Here's the thing. Jeff, you're sitting here. If I say, hey, it's date night, we're going somewhere on a Friday night, and you make a reservation within two miles of our home, that's not going to work for me. I need thought put into it. You know, like the 10 places I like in town. That's what I want. Jeff will be like, well, let's just go up to, let's just go up to the steakhouse up the street. We go there all the time. Oh, I don't want to go there. It's not a date night. Okay, Jeff's argument, I don't know if you can hear it, Jeff's argument is, so if we lived on Park Avenue, we couldn't go anywhere any work there? No, Jeff, we probably couldn't, because if we lived on Park Avenue, we'd be going to our little sushi spot, or we go to Hillstone all the time. And so if then we were having a date night, and you said, let's just go get a spinach dip down the street, that's not a date night. Women just want guys to put in the effort. I don't think he's proposing to you because you planned the whole trip. I'm so sorry. If he doesn't, I want you to call back in. Please call back in and we will dissect whether or not you're going to stay in this relationship in 2024. I think a lot of the women listening right now are like, eh, I don't know. But if, if it's always been that way in your relationship, he may be surprising you. And if he does, you're absolutely allowed to say yes. Because unfortunately, this is the way the world works. Women, we've just set ourselves up. We've let the men do all the shit and we set them up for success and we send them out the door every morning and we're like, go get, <laughs> go get all the credit. But if he does, you absolutely, whether you're shocked, surprised, you want to cry, no, 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 no. You say, well, aren't you smart, little girl? And we're just a sorry people. Before you say yes. And then you have to send it to me. You just send me the video and I'll make you internet famous. Wow. But nothing worse than getting every bit, turn, twist, corner, every square foot of your body waxed. You know, I kind of like it though. Oof, when they get the back, when they get that Brazilian in the back, I don't even care. Also, side note, you're waxing and doing all this now. Once you get married, they like it a little. They like a little friction. You know what I mean? They like a little, little five o'clock shadow on that, you know, coochie. That's right. Jeff's a freak. But there's, you always should keep your butthole smooth. I'm just letting you know that right now. That should always be smooth. However you take care of it, that should, let's definitely keep that smooth. You know what I mean? Anyways, listen. I know that you guys know that we're doing the most. If you're stressed out about the price of everything right now, take a breather. Maybe tell your kids, we're going to go on a trip. We're going to do something. You know, I don't know, maybe hit a TJ Maxx for a discounted toy. But I just want you to know that I see you. I don't have the answers. Of course, you're still going to have to get your kids the gifts. But I want you to know that I see you. And I understand parents in a new way. I absolutely understand the frustration, the expectations, all these things you guys are required to do to keep these kids who you love and adore happy in your life, but they're little shits 99% of the time. You don't should feel the need to send me a Christmas card. I don't care. But if your kid, you know, has been held back, I want to know if he's moving forward. 
If your grandpa's sending porn, you got to respond. Keep Papa on his toes. And if somebody's shaming you for drinking a Diet Coke, let him know that's the least of your problems. I love you guys. I know Santa's coming. Santa Claus is coming to town. But he's got a harem of women getting him there. And I know a lot of the ladies who listen to this podcast feel the same way. And if you're one of the guys, I want you to know we love you. We appreciate you. And just a heads up, you really want to get a blowjob for Christmas? Plan something. Do something unexpected. Doesn't have to be a gift. Doesn't have to spend money. Do something sweet unexpected. Because when women get surprised, we'll suck your dick. And that's on God. Listen, I love you. I mean it. Please make sure you call in to the podcast. We've got one more episode this year. We're going to round out the end of the year with Raymond and I doing our Rose and Thorns of the Year. And then we're going to start the new year fresh. Get the vision boards ready. If you have a chance, go to Hobby Lobby, get some poster board, get the magazines, print out the photos. We're going to do it. Now, you know, 99% of that is sarcasm. Somebody was like, you really vision board? I do it because I like to arts and crafts and do, you know, scrapbooky things. But also. If you look on my vision board, a lot of this shit came true. Can't hurt to sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself of your expectations for yourself. Because guess what? Christmas, everybody expects something else from you. So let's go into the new year with expectations from yourself, right? God, I'm so good at this. Anyways, I love you. I mean it. Make sure you call in 800-213-7503 after the holiday. I want to hear your absolutely not and yeses. And also remember, get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I am going on the road. We're coming to Australia. We're going to Florida. We're going to Kentucky. I'm going to the West Coast, Salt Lake City, Sacramento. Get your tickets. These shows are going to sell out. Don't wait to the last minute. If you don't know what to get somebody for the holidays, get them tickets to my show. The gift that always keeps giving. Because if you come to my show, you might get laid, you might go into labor, or you might find the love of your life. And that's a beautiful day. I love you. I mean it. I'll see you on the next episode. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All the things. I love you. I mean it. Bye, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.